0: the third Sunday of Easter, and the journey continues as the disciples then and now wrestle with what it means that Jesus is risen from the dead and how it is that he is present with his church. Indeed, life is a journey. The Christian life is on a journey, but thankfully to depart from Emerson, we do not journey alone and we do have a destination. It was on the day of the resurrection, there were two disciples, they were on the road and they were journeying to Emmaus. Their names, Clopas, the brother of Joseph, the uncle of Jesus, and his son Simon. These disciples of Jesus were discussing the recent events of Holy Week. They were full of grief and confusion over the sudden and violent departure of Jesus and the strange reports that some of the women had claimed to see Jesus alive. Perhaps now more than ever you can empathize with these two men. Their world was turned upside down. They were filled with questions, with concerns. They were uncertain of what was yet to come. They felt the effects of suddenly being cut off from Jesus. The journey that they were on seemed to take a violent turn for the worse. And probably like many of you, these two disciples were wondering if this long, strange trip was even worth traveling anymore. But that is exactly the point where Jesus came and joined them on their journey, though they didn't recognize As he walked with them along the way, Jesus opened to them the scriptures. So that beginning with the writings of Moses, they understood how all of the scriptures pointed to the fact that Jesus was the Christ. As they listened to Jesus, hidden from their recognition though he was, their hearts were burning within them as they walked with him. They were filled with wonder and excitement as Jesus spoke of his great journey of salvation that led him to the cross and then through the grave to life. When the two disciples finally reached Emmaus, they believed that they had come to their destination. And in fact, Jesus implied that that he was going to journey on even further. They implored him to stay, for the night was close at hand. And so we heard that Jesus then entered into the house with the disciples. And then this wonderful thing happened. While in the house, he took the bread, he broke it, he blessed it, and he ate it with them. And then in that moment, their eyes were finally opened to see who was journeying with them along the way. It was Jesus. Jesus. And just like that, he vanished from their sight. For Jesus' journey was not yet complete, nor was the disciples. Jesus was to journey on. He had a destination to arrive at. We know that in, uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll celebrate the ascension of our Lord. Our Lord Jesus was to ascend into heaven 40 days after the resurrection, to take his place at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Yet before he physically ascended, he promised his presence to the disciples, to his church. The promise of the Holy Spirit. Stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Wait there until my promise is fulfilled, and then you, church, will journey on. And in your journeys, I will be present with you as you proclaim repentance and the forgiveness of sins beginning here in Jerusalem and reaching to all the nations of the world. For I am the way and I am the destination, and I will walk with you and I will lead you to your journey's end. Jesus would journey on, and so would his disciples. Though now physically separated after the ascension, the risen Jesus promised to be present with his disciples in a different way. He promised to be with them in a sacramental way. Though hidden from plain sight, the eyes of faith perceived the present Christ cloaked in his word and his sacraments, trusting in his promises. He promised that where two or more of you are gathered in my name, there I am with you. As the disciples gathered to celebrate the meal that he instituted, they took comfort in the presence of the risen Christ, When he promised, take and eat, this is my body. I am present in my meal. This body and blood journeyed to the cross and the grave to purchase your redemption. This is my risen and living body and blood, which gives you the forgiveness of sin, life, and salvation. By my word of promise, I am with you in this sacrament. And so, from that point on, year after year, Sunday after Sunday, the disciples of Jesus throughout the ages have journeyed through life knowing that Christ has been walking alongside them every step of the way. Through times of extreme joy and times of profound sadness, in times of health and in times of illness, in times of clarity and in times of confusion, in times of community and in times of isolation. Jesus has been and continues to be present with his disciples as they journey through this life. And everywhere the disciples of Jesus journey, well, they proclaim the repentance and forgiveness of sins in his name. Life is indeed a journey with our risen and our present Lord. But what about the destination? We're all, where, is this, where is this headed? Where is this headed? Every season of the church year brings us one step closer to the destination. Every day that we live with the assurance of the risen and present Christ, it brings us closer to that great and glorious day. For the risen and present Lord, well, he's not done with his journey. Though he has ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, this is not his final destination. Remember the words of the Apostles' Creed. He ascended to heaven, sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, and from thence, meaning from there, where? Well, from heaven, the right hand of God, he will come. Well, where will he come? Here. For what purpose? To judge the living and the dead. To bring about the fullness of all of his work, his journey of salvation, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. That's the destination. He will journey from his throne and be physically present among his creation. Unlike in the past, where his journey to his creation was, was clothed in humility for the purpose of salvation, hidden even as he was with the disciples, and cloaked even now in word and sacrament, his coming again in the last day will be in, splen- in the splendor of his majesty for the raising of the dead, for the vindication of his people, and for the whole world to see. Thanks be to God. Today, his people gather to hear his word, receive the forgiveness of their sins, to be strengthened in their faith in this place, longing for a foretaste of the feast that is still yet to come. But upon his return, brothers and sisters in Christ, he will gather his people from every nation where the forgiveness of sins has been proclaimed. He will raise the dead from the sleep of death, and he will call you and all believers in Christ to come to the table. And there, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, then you will have come to your destination. As Christ spreads before you His disciples, a wedding feast under the new heavens and the new earth. You will eat and drink a feast of rich food, full of marrow, of aged wine, well refined. You have been baptized into Jesus' death, will be raised just as Christ Jesus was raised. You will not be a spirit, but will be flesh and blood, as the Lord has created you. You will eat and drink just as the risen and present Christ had done. Yes, you will have reached your destination. The journey of your life will have found its way home to a home renewed where sickness, where tears, where isolation, where confusion, where sin and death will be swallowed up forever, never to touch you again. And once there, your life will continue in the presence of the risen and present Christ. For Jesus is the way and the destination. So dear brothers and sisters in Christ, while, while life's journey may be a long, strange trip, Christ is still risen and he is still present. He will lead you among the winding roads of this life, caring for you at every point, pledging to you himself. And since he has walked through the valley of the shadow of death and he has come out alive, do not be afraid, for he is able to bring you from death to life as well. He will bring you to your destination, to the green pastures of the recreated creation, and there the marriage feast of the Lamb will be served in its full. For Jesus is the way. Jesus is the destination. Jesus walks with you. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Amen. May the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in our risen Lord. Amen.